Taya, and welcome to Haley and Taya Rip of Supernatural and Start Over, and also sometimes talk about other stuff, a podcast. Also known as Hitrusa, and this week we are talking about Season 3, Episode 7, Fresh Blood. This originally aired on November 15th, 2007, and was written by Sarah Gamble and directed by Kim Manners. Sarah Gamble has written a bunch of episodes, uh... Some that we really like, like Dead in the Water, and some Dead that we water. either didn't give a shit about or outright hated. So that's <laughs> cool. Um, and then same with Kim Manners, because Kim Manners did, like, directed Dead in the Water, but also Bugs. So, oh, I like, see. Sh- children shouldn't play in- with dead things, but also Bugs. Bugs. Uh, admittedly, that's... I, I don't remember the direction of Bugs super well, but, like, everything about that episode is upsetting, so. Right. So, this episode was, um, before we jump into summary, but this episode was arguably boring. Yeah. Um, it, it was, it just kind of <laughs> happened. And it whether did. it's my, whether it's my neurodivergencies or the fact that it was actually boring that led to me not mm-hmm. <clears throat> being able to pay any attention mm-hmm. to it, is anybody's guess, really. Yeah, I do want to also say before we start this summary that I at least will be during Laura Library talking a good amount about racism, specifically against black people. It's not going to be Woo-hoo. the deepest discussion of all time, but it is there. So if you don't, that if that's some, yeah, just, just so you know. Our summary begins. Bella tells Gordon she knows where Sam is because he was going to kill her otherwise. She makes a deal with him. Sam and Dean hunt down a vampire. They get her. They knock her unconscious and tie her to a chair, and when she wakes up, they're like, what are you, what are you? And she's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, my name is Lucy, and I can't come down from this high. I took a drug, and I can't come down. And Dean is like, hmm, was it thick and red? And she's like, yeah, the sun hurts, and I hear blood pumping, and the boys are like, congrats, you're a vampire. And she cries, and doesn't believe them, and then Dean fucking kills her. Stuff happens. More stuff happens. I didn't pay attention to this episode. <laughs> Gordon finds out about the vampire business and tries to hunt it down too? Question mark. But they run into each other after Dean saves a girl from being a vampire. Vampire? Fucking. Uh, I'm not. I'm not really sure. But they run. Get back to the hotel that they're staying at. Bella calls Dean, and Dean is like, "Wow, you bitch!" And in his quote, this is from the Wikipedia. This little quote, quote, deepest, most serious voice, unquote threatens her life. Gordon gets turned into a vampire. The boys get a call from him threatening some other woman's life. I don't care. Basically, the episode ends with them killing Gordon. And also Kubrick dies. Kubrick is the guy who's obsessed with Jesus. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. And then Dean shows Sam how to fix baby because he's going to die and somebody needs to take care of her. Also, at some point, Dean and Sam have a conversation because Sam is like, why are you so fucking reckless? And Dean is like, gee, Sam, why do you think? And Sam is like, I just want my brother back. It was kind of actually weird that they had that conversation because I thought Sam already knew. I thought I we'd did too. Ha- I thought we had this conversation. Or you know what? It might not have been so much why are you being reckless, but stop being reckless. I mean, maybe, but then like, it's, it's, it's still... just something, it's, it's something we've already like, we've already tread this ground, you know? Right. Um, but admittedly not enough happened for me in this episode to like be like we'll cut it because like this is unnecessary because um, right this one wasn't for me no our death count in case anybody was wondering is eight for sure like two of those are mentioned but then also there's like dixon's entire nest was wiped out and we don't know how many were in his nest so 
let's just say like at least 20. <laughs> yeah, just a bunch. Just a bunch. So, um, my notes? Yeah. Okay, there's literally 13 of them. My first one is Sam Winchester is the Antichrist. <laughs> because that's what Gordon says to Bella. Um, he literally is like, Sam Winchester is the Antichrist. And it made me fucking lose my mind. Because it's like one of the first sentences in this whole episode. Mm-hmm. It just took me off guard so bad. Then I have our, uh, a quote from Bella. And she said, are you off your meds? And that's how she sounds because oh, she's I British. I about that. And I said, great, thanks, Bella. Could you be more ableist? This um, is so bad about this. Because that's right after. So he says, Sam Winters is the Antichrist. And then Bella laughs and says that to him. And, like, basically, you know, calls him crazy. And says that he should be on meds, I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, then I have literally fuck the slicing themselves for blood. I hate this show. Just carry someone a little jar. Um, I really like this note for a couple of reasons. The mm-hmm. first one is because we've talked about it, I think, before, and we will talk about it a thousand times forever. I bet when they have to slice themselves, it's har- It's horrible, and I hate it. I fucking can't stand it. Mm-hmm. Um, because it just gives me the heebie-jeebies. That's but fair. like I, I know. I know sometimes, right, it's for, like, like, sometimes they're making a blood ritual and it has to be their blood, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I feel like most of the time they do it, it's just because they need some blood. Yeah, and, like, like, is it because it needs to be fresh blood? Right. I don't know. I'm not sure, but all I'm saying is that, like, you could easily, like, you could just as easily start, like, carrying out little vials. Like, they sell blood bags, you know? Well, mm-hmm. okay. Sorry. Sorry. Let me. <laughs> um, I was going to say, do Let they me... sell blood bags? They don't sell them. <laughs> you could get a bag to hold blood, is what you're trying yes. to say. Yes. <laughs> what I meant is, these people, uh, these guys have stolen enough in their lives that they could hypothetically get into a hospital and steal blood bags well i guess what i meant i think blood needs to be kept cold true and they don't have like an icebox or a refrigerator on them all the time all the time that's the only thing i can like if i'm picking holes in this i do think it's like because then they're they do like um at least in this case because Haley was like why is he cutting his forearm and not his hand and i said well maybe it's because he knows he's about to get into a fight just in case like you know um, but, but like, like, then they are also, like, bleeding all over the place, like, they so have an open genuine wound. question, I mean, not that either of us would know this answer, because I'm not a doctor, and you're not a doctor. No. Um, or a hematologist, do those exist? I have no idea. Is Probably? hematology real? I'm gonna Google that. Okay. Anyway, um, if, if you need, like, does it need to be kept fresh only for transfusions? You know, like, does it need to be chilled or like, cause like, I'm sure that like, if it's in a little jar, it's can't dry up. Right. Like if you just got some blood in a little jar, Does blood need to be refrigerated. Blood and its components need to be stored at the right temperature. As soon as they are extracted from a donor's body to preserve all important cells, proteins and molecules that can be used either for testing research or clinical purposes or procedures. So, so it only needs to be chilled for medical reasons. 
I don't want to Google can blood go bad. <laughs> because, like, that's not a question you can necessarily answer, is it? Because, like, I don't know if, like, it would still, like, like, if everything in it effectively dies, I guess, or, like, is no longer, like, it's no longer to work for donor purposes, but could, like, it still attract a vampire? These are questions we don't have the answer to. So if you're listening and you're a vampire, write in, right? Oh my god, hematology is real! Hematology is a real thing. Okay. I'm just really... Can... I'll, I'll take the bullet. Can blood go bad? Donated blood doesn't last forever as red blood cells run down metabolically over time. Okay. But, but like, that again, answer my question. Well, because, Haley, I don't know if this is a question we can answer, because our question is, would a vampire basically still be attracted <laughs> to the blood? And the answer is, I don't... How would we know? How would we know? <laughs> hey, did you know that you can... Okay, so, okay, hey. No, this is good. This is good. Okay. Um, I'm found, I found this article from January 17th, 2023, on StuffSure.com. And it okay. says... It's titled How to Preserve Blood in a Vile Necklace. Um, I don't know why this is an article. However, it says in here, it says here in this article. Well, okay. There's a step. There's step by steps. So that's Uh fun. Help. There's literally. (laughs) Okay. We need to move on. You can research this later. No, no, no. This is important. Anyway. Um, it says here that blood has a shelf life of about six weeks, so it can rot if not properly cooled. Okay. Um, and to use formaldehyde before storing your blood in an airtight. But that's that's for that's for beauty purposes. I just want to know. Okay, here it is. This is what I wanted to read. There, there's this, this quote says you can store blood in a vial for 42 days without freezing it. However, frozen blood can be stored for 10 years without going bad. So. If the boys would just freeze some blood cubes, okay? So, like, at, at Bobby's, they have a fridge full right. of bl- blood cubes, and then they just take them with them. Yes. Okay, sure. Yes. Sure. They just need to freeze, They like, they just need to get a couple ice trays from the grocery store, steal some blood bags from a hospital... Fill up those little well, trays. Think, well, you know what? They and don't make give them a shit some if we're, I think I was gonna say I think most of the time, like a lot of the time, we're working in like a shortage of blood, but I don't think they give a shit. So no, they don't matter. care. Anyway, <sighs> sorry about that. My next note is, girly thinks she's high. Then I have the note, what the fuck does wavy gravy mean? I still don't know what wavy gravy means. <laughs> That's for the, for the listeners. Uh, that is Dean calls the vampire girl that he says, "All right, wavy gravy," and I was like, "What the fuck is he saying?" Then I have also, why would you take a drug that is thick and red? Like I would instantly be like, "No fucking thank you." That's sketchy. Not that I take drugs in the first place. I'm very straight edge. Mm-hmm. But like, I cannot imagine my like, if if hard if. I was ever going to dabble. A thick red liquid drug would not be my first go-to. Nor would it be my second, third, or fourth. <laughs> not even my fifth, okay? Top ten, uh-uh. Right? And I feel like that's what matters. I just want to know why she was doing that. 
or anybody else why they're like hee hee yeah yeah like girl no especially not okay especially not women like i'm so like and i mean maybe that's a maybe that's not a great statement but like i feel like women are very um warned and cautioned against like strange substances in public especially bars given like statistical things you know Mm-hmm. against assault and whatever like there were there were, i know they just needed there were a lot of women in this episode who were just at a bar taking like unknown shots from a random guy right to be fair we don't know what he like if he drugged them at all beforehand and we're not trying to victim blame it was just like a little bit odd that like he at least four women he right. made this work with I'm getting a phone call you talk okay my next note is when you're pretending to be an FBI agent and you fucking lie and say there's a deadly virus going around way to spark panic that is t- um, when Gordon goes to the hospital to talk to the guy the, vic- the vampire victim or whatever who was bit by her um, he's like we just need to know because the girl who bit you has a the girl has a deadly virus. It's very deadly. And he's like, oh shit, really? She fucking bit me. Or whatever. I don't know. But like, I feel like out of all the things you should say there, like maybe don't do choose the thing that could spark like widespread panic. Just a suggestion. And then my next one after that is Love Dean being reckless because he doesn't care about dying or whatever. Okay, idiot. Which, I we've already talked about that, so I don't want to go on more about it that much. But Dean Winchester... No, wait, actually, I will talk about it. Because we talked about it in the reaction while we were watching. But there's really something about the fact that Dean Winchester is this guy who is so like he is just so you know i don't know hold on i need a minute my brain forgot what i was saying Haley's doing a really good job at this podcasting thing i need today. to catch up with my thoughts can you leave me alone mm, we um, called this episode true blood earlier oh god damn it i thought you'd forgotten no i didn't no, oh I my I god forget. you were waiting for the perfect fucking I time was. to pounce Dean Winchester. Okay. Dean Winchester, throughout the show, struggles with his, like, mortality and the fact that he, like, could die at any minute. Mm-hmm. And how... But then he gets to this point where he's like, okay, well, dying on the job is just a given and it's gonna happen. Whatever. Yes. But then we get to the end of the series and he's kind of in this, like, okay, actually, I don't want to die mm-hmm. on the job. I hate that this job is dangerous and I don't want to die doing it. But then the series fucking ends with him dying on the goddamn job. Yes. And I don't know if that's a good character, uh, like, full character arc or a bad one. Like, I cannot tell if what they did there was, like, twisted irony, you know, or if it was just, like, fucking bad. I personally am choosing to read it as bad. Um, Cool. Because I don't think that... And keep in mind that I haven't seen the show, but from the gifts that I saw of that episode, I would not say that 
from what I was seeing, the show was taking it as a necessarily tragic thing to happen. It was just kind of like, Dean died, and now let's talk about Sam's life, and now Sam's dead, and now- Oh my god! What? Sorry. That was very- Sorry. (laughs) Was it something I said? No, sorry, it was- um, I was- I was looking for- Oh my god. (laughs) I was looking for the transcript. Uh Uh-huh. And I- I read something wrong for a second, and I- I thought that- there's a flashback in the last episode of Supernatural to Dead Man's Blood, but mm-hmm. I, for a minute, my brain saw blood and thought it was fresh blood, and I was like, no fucking way. But it, it wasn't, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. I just think that if they were going to go this route of Dean struggles with, like, m- his mortality and deciding if he really wants to live, uh, being more than okay with dying on the job, to taking this more, like, there's a life worth living route then there should have been a more tragic note to Dean okay. never got to live life as someone who wasn't a hunter except for like that one year where Sam was gone. And, right. So I found you know, really quick, uh-huh. I found the quote that I was looking for. So okay. as he's dying, Dean says, and quote, you knew it was always going to end like this for me. It was supposed to end like this, right? I mean, look at us saving people, hunting things. It's what we do. Like, guys, I think, you didn't have to do that. I think there's a way to make this work, and I don't necessarily think that they did it. Because I think if they had done it, then it would have had to be a much more, like... Heroic fucking death? Not even that. I think you can go with him dying in something insignificant if you just really highlight how tragic and unfair it is. That Dean Winchester, right. who was destined for all these things, like who was chosen by an angel, who was the vessel of Michael, like, all this shit. If you highlight how tragic it is that he never got to live his own life, he never got out of being a hunter, he died on a fucking nail, like, if you actually, like, really lead into, like, how, like, just, like, sad it is, then... Like, beyond just, like, the show is ending, a character I like died. Like, if you really lean into the tragedy, maybe we have something there, but that's not what the show did, you know? Right. I don't think that's what they did. And again, I still haven't seen that episode, just from, like, the tone of the gifts I was seeing. Yeah. From the tone of all of that. Like, it's sad, but it's not And listening tragic. to me watch it and going, and me screaming, Dean Winchester just fucking died. Yeah. Yeah, so that's my mm-hmm. thoughts there. Mm-hmm. Um, then I have a quote from Dean saying, that bitch. And then I said, Dean Winchester is a misogynist. Followed by, this basic white vampire dude talks really weird. He he just kept saying things in, like, the weirdest fucking voice possible. And, like, I don't know what they were doing there. I don't know what they thought they were doing there. If they thought they were doing something at all. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't good, so I don't care. Then I have... Sam said, I wish you would drop the game and be my brother again. Not gonna lie, that line kind of got me in my in my heart a little bit. And then um, he does at the end, because he teaches him how to fix baby. Yeah, which is my next note, which is the parentification of Dean Winchester. <laughs> um, because Dean Winchester does what he... He's like, I'm gonna do what a brother does and show you the ins and outs of my car. That you will have to care for once I die. Which is, like, 
okay, Dean. But also, like, you'll see it, it, it's in, like, a lot of media, like, if there's, I, I say a lot, I, I, I'm thinking of one other specific example, <laughs> but I feel like it's probably in a lot of media, so, like, you know, the brothers who have don't have a great relationship with their father, like, turns out the older brother's been the dad that he never had all along or whatever, yeah. right? I'm thinking about Onward, the Disney movie. Oh. <laughs> um, and how, like, Barley taught um, Tom Love Holland. I think I'm going to know this. Ian! His name's Ian. Barley taught Ian how to drive because, like, they don't have a dad, so, like, mm-hmm. it's, like, a whole thing. But, like, that basically happened in this episode, you know, the parentification yeah. of Dean Winchester. And that's that thought. <sighs> and my notes are done. Cool. So, um, hold on, let me pull up my stuff. So the first thing is, like, the tiniest bit of lore library. First of all, we got vampires. Supernatural is so weird about vampires, always, for some reason. Not as weird as werewolves, just weird. And, um, vampires, you can't get, you can get bit, but you can't ingest blood. That's their unique take on it. The thing in this is the girl is named Lucy. That is a direct reference to Dracula, I think, because it's also on the trivia page. Uh, Lucy Westenra is one of the characters in Dracula, and she doesn't realize that she is, like, being turned into a vampire, and then she dies. And then she comes back as a vampire, and they have to kill her. It's very sad. I I did notice that all of the women that this particular vampire brought back were blonde. Uh, Lucy in the book is blonde. I wonder if that was, like, on purpose. And now we're going to talk about Gordon. So we've talked Great. about Gordon every time. Everybody you buckle in, because this is a ride. Yeah. So we've talked about Gordon before and how he is, uh, God, the only reoccurring? No, there's the, is have we met Adrian? Hen- yes, we did. We met Agent Hendrickson. But he's also an antagonist, just not to the extent that Gordon was uh, yet. <clears throat> in like a violence level. Um, so Gordon was our first reoccurring black man, reoccurring black character. He's an, he's a dark skinned black man and he is incredibly violent, incredibly aggressive. Uh, and the boys are repeatedly warned by other white characters, Bobby and Bella in this case, to stay away from him because he is so dangerous. And he just, mm, it's just not good. You know, mm-hmm. it it very heavily leans into this idea of, like, violent black men. And it's really bad. It's it's bad. The last time we saw him, he was breaking out of prison. Um, the boys put him in prison because the last time they actually confronted him, he was chasing after them and they called the police on him, which we talked about being bad. And it's still bad. I, I did look for actual articles about this and I will try to do a little more searching but there's like not that much discussion that I could easily quickly find while watching this episode about Gordon himself because he's not in that many episodes I think he's in like four or five max and admittedly even in 2015 when I found this one reddit comment about it where someone mentions that the white guys always kill their black counterparts which isn't actually accurate in the sense that Dean, this says Dean killed Gordon Walker because Gordon is Dean's 
parallel, basically, which has been established multiple times, Sam actually kills him. That's 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 the only thing I mean there. But in this post from 2015, people in the comments were getting very upset at the concept of Supernatural being racist. So I think that's a reason. There may have at one point been more posts about it on, let's say, Tumblr, but many of those seem to have been deleted. A lot of them, like, that have that I have found that link to other posts about different things, those have been deleted. I did find a few articles, and I'll link these on Twitter. Um, so I found one which has a lot, it's not a discussion of necessarily just racism, it's called Latchkey Hero, Masculinity Class, and the Gothic and Eric Kripke Supernatural. It's more about just, like, Dean Gothic-ness in, like, American, U.S. American culture. It's got a lot of references. It talks a little bit about this. It has a section about uh, racism and Orientalism. I have a letter that is called An Open Letter to Eric Kripke. That's from 2009. That first one was from 2008. And it's just, like, about how, like, all of these care, all the black, the black women don't come back. All of the black women we've met have been one-off characters. And all the black men who are repeated characters uh, are tragically evil. That's that's how this person words it, I think. And then this one, which I actually am going to read a quote from, which is called Supernatural Kinda Racist. This one is actually from 2017, and it's by Alejandro Zuleta. And it talks mostly about, mostly about Gordon and Uriel, who we haven't met yet. But uh-huh. it says... As a representative, tragic Black American story, Walker's storyline parallels similar situations outside of supernatural fiction. Police officers, as certain representatives of society, view Black men fearfully and as menaces. Thus, when prison fails to achieve its purpose, death is the next option, an option that sometimes even supersedes prison. With Supernatural's portrayal of Walker, they have, knowingly or unknowingly, presented a bias against Black men. And Great. Thanks, Supernatural. And I think this was brought up in one of the Tumblr posts that I closed, and I can no longer figure out which one it was, but someone did point out, um, and I mentioned this when it happened in the actual episode, because it, it is notable that I, while I can't remember how Jake died, and it might have been quick, Isaac, who was in the beginning of this season, and, and, and Gordon have had the most brutal deaths that I personally think have been on this show. Isaac was the one who had to drink bleach. He was forced to drink bleach by the demons. They, like, controlled him. And then in this episode, Sam uses barbed wire to behead Gordon, and it is very slow. And it is very drawn out. Huh? Is that what happened there? It was barbed wire, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't really paying attention. I just knew it was very bloody. It 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 was long. Someone actually mentioned it in their review. This one was by Zombie High from 2011, and they said, Though I can't say I'm saddened by his death, the man had it coming, he became what he hunted best. I'm a little overwhelmed by the ruthless way he died, and I wondered, is Sam even Sam anymore? And that is what the point of, in the past few episodes, Sam killing something, like, the point has been, like, is he even Sam anymore? But the fact that this brutal of a killing, this slow, really, really painful way to kill a vampire, when Dean killed another vampire, like, one scene before with a single bullet to the head, it's like, the, because Gordon is a black man, 
and because of like the weight that carries in this show which has in like one episode actually acknowledged that racism exists i don't think supernatural is like ever like divorced enough from from reality like if it was super high fantasy sometimes they're like but racism isn't there and there's arguments for and against that depending on who's writing and even when it is like a black person writing a fantasy sometimes there are critiques against not having racism there that's not a conversation i'm trying to have or like even contribute to but this show has explicitly acknowledged racism and yet is completely unaware even within that episode of what it's doing great i know it's 2000 what eight seven 2007 it's still a really really bad look it's still a bad look and this is a consistent theme in supernatural where there are uh to quote that um other article tragically evil black men and it's it's bad so yeah i will link all those articles on twitter um and um to do the work that um i am not strong enough to do that's fine no worries i mean what else am i adding to this the bechdel test fuck two women weren't talking at the same time in this episode (laughs) there were two women in a scene together they had like one of them had a line and they were both drugged and being turned into vampires so true bechdel test strung up on the ceiling like we're not doing well so Oh, yeah. Thanks, Supernatural. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Supernatural, thank you. Cool. Well, crack shipping. Um, did I say this? I don't know if I said this last time they were in the episode together, but I don't know. Fucking Gordon and Kubrick. I think I might have said that last time they I were. I can't in remember. Together. I remembered you saying Dean and Gordon, the very first Love time that. episode That's they were funny. in. But I don't know about this one. That's really funny of me. Um. Yeah, so Gordon and Kubrick, which is really funny because Gordon kills Kubrick in this episode. And so, Kubrick is definitely homophobic. He's so homophobic. He loves Jesus too much. Jesus he, is the only man he'll for, ever for love. For clarification, he loves Jesus in a very evangelical Christian sort of way. Yeah. Very, like, fundamentalist, like, you know, like, extremely, yeah. extremely conservative. Yeah. Um, but it's fine because he's dead now. He is dead now. Taya, would you like to take the reins with uh, brought today's today's episode is brought to you by today's episode is brought to you by Crazy Circles by Bad Company, and I have no idea when that played, but when I also don't know when it played, so that's cool. we weren't paying a ton of attention at times. We really. Weren't. I was reading academic papers, genuinely. I was trying to draw, but getting too distracted to even draw, so like that's where I'm at mentally. You're so valid. Thank you. <laughs> I guess I will do my phase of phase. Sorry, I'm dying. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, okay, sorry, where am I? Um, Haley? Favorite trivia. My favorite trivia on this today's Wikipedia page is, sorry, my favorite wiki on this, <laughs> oh my yeah? god, hello? Hello indeed. My favorite, my favorite wiki thing on this wiki today is... In the trivia section, it says, when the fight is over with Gordon, Dean stands next to a sign that says 183 days, possibly a reference to how long he has left on his deal. To that, I have to say, this is a fucking reach. (laughs) Shut up. Shut up. I love that. Almost 
just a little bit over a school year. My fave thing on the wiki is in the errors section. It is, to avoid being tracked, Sam removes the SIM cards from him and Dean's phones. When he opens the back of his phone, you can see the card simply lying against a flat plastic panel of the phone chassis. When he opens Dean's wallet, the card simply falls out onto the table. It's very obvious that it neither that neither is plugged into a circuit board, making them non-functional. Someone saw that and was pissed off. And I love that for them. It's a huge mood. My rating today is three mysterious red drugs out of 10. On IMDb, this episode has an 8.4 out of 10, keeping it pretty on level with everything else. Almost all the reviews are 10s and 9s. There's two 8s and two 7s, but overwhelmingly they really like them, even like the 7s, which are, are oftentimes the lowest ones we've got. A little gory. That's what they think. Oh, so true. People still don't Just like Bella. Little. Yeah, no, people People generally really like this one. And I don't know, this one just didn't do it for me. And I was telling this to Haley, I think maybe part of it is we've been on this season for a while because we've had to take quite a few breaks. But I, these ones that are not connected to the overarching plot, I just, I just don't care. I don't care. And I'm not particularly interested and I would really like to be done with this season, but we do have six episodes left. Hopefully the next one's better, because is it six? One? No, there's 16. There's there's nine episodes left. Oh. Why did I think it was 13? I was, thinking, <laughs> I was thinking in terms of, like, today's seasons that only have, like, ten episodes, which... Yeah. I was wondering if having a shorter... Because I felt season two's pacing was really off, and I was wondering if having a slightly shorter season would help... But we've hit so many episodes that just, like, weren't it for me that I just don't think. I, I mean, this yeah, show is just not good. It's making me think back to when I was like, oh my god, I'm pretty sure the season is really good. And I'm like, why did I say that? Well, I can, I can tell you that. Um, you think that you vaguely remember A Very Supernatural Christmas being good. Sure. I remember it being fun, and also that's where we get Dean's necklace lore, I think. Well, because I do know we have both Mystery Spot and Ghost Facers in this season. And I think that's why you thought it was good. Yeah. So this, we're going to, I can't wait to be done with this. At least when Castiel shows up, like, we'll have something new to talk about, right? Like. Right. That's. And, like, maybe, like, then plot will, like, swing in and, like, there will be things to talk about. And, like, new characters. I feel like when Cass comes in, like, there's like a pretty good influx of new characters there is because we have well because the thing is season four ramps up for season five so we get characters coming back more so we get more bobby we get more joe and ellen we at some point are gonna get crowley i think um we get charlie charlie i don't think is after until after we'll also get fuck what's her name we'll get megan ruby back oh true like, the the thing is, we have Bella in this season. However, Jeez. comma, we've had a lack of some of the other reoccurring characters. Yeah, also, Girly Pop's kind of boring. I, I want Bella to be a... Because I think the basic premise of Bella is great. There is, like, zero execution. It's a complete Correct. failure of a character for me, which is a and shame. And honestly, it's probably because she's a woman, so... yeah. Um, I don't want to talk about this episode anymore. It sucked. 
I don't either. <laughs> Thank you so much okay. for watching. Oh, yeah. We didn't do that. Um, we are Hatrusa everywhere. Leave a leave a comment. Leave a review. Like us everywhere. I don't know. Uh, if you can leave a review on iTunes, a positive one, that's something that does actually help us out. Tell people about it. Tell your friends. We have a bunch of hours. So, hey, if you need something to listen to, we're here talking about nonsense. Yo. So, hey. 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 Uh, hey. Hey, Taya. Hey, Haley. Okay. Bear with me here. Do you, um, do you think that Santa Claus is an inherently supernatural being? <sighs> um, I, <laughs> I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> we'll catch you on the flip side. Catch you on the flip side. <laughs> <laughs>